Welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam Storytelling Podcast, where we write short stories, rough drafts really, based on a theme and given on a dare. We're your hosts, Christina Kishwa and Cassie Soliday. Okay, and we're back! It's the new metamorphosis of the Jammies Bits of Jam storytelling podcast. Butterfly. <sighs> like a butterfly, we have reemerged. So, last episode, yeah. uh, Christina's special guest, Olivia Hill, Yay. dared me to write a story with a the theme He Can Change. Can he, though? That's the question. Can <laughs> he? I guess we'll find out. My uh, protagonist thinks. He can. Okay. <laughs> I think we all think that he can change. Right? Uh, he needs to change. Yeah. But how much changing can there actually be before you, they're no longer themselves? Right? Exactly. Well, people don't ever really change. But they are always changing at the same Isn't time. It's like compromise and becoming different. Nope. That's the same thing as changing. <laughs> <laughs> we have talked ourselves into a circle. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. So without further ado, oh, okay. before we talk ourselves into multiple circles, we'll get to it. He can change, but he won't. He's so smug, standing there, being a tree. He can dish it, but when he gets served back, he takes the easy way out and transforms into a tree. The cons of dating a shapeshifter. So here she is, alone in the apartment, with a hunk of wood. Maybe if I had an axe, you'd come to your senses and realize I'm right, she screams at his bark. Keely collects herself and rubs her hands down her tunic. She hates how he has this power over her that leaves her undone. She walks over to a bookcase, pulls out War and Peace by Tolstoy. She flips through the pages, tough with the brand new spine. Remember two years ago when you sweetly brought this home for me? The leaves on her boyfriend grow a vibrant green and his bark gets rosy. She notices and rips a page out of the middle. You said you couldn't stand seeing me read my YA sci-fi garbage, but guess what? She continues underlining her anger by ripping pages. Never read this. Never will. I'm sure it's great, but it's just not my thing. Keely throws it at the tree. In quick succession, she reaches for more books to throw at him. Smack! Smack! His bark gets chipped by a hardcover. His leaves turn from lush green to brown. She stops when she grabs the hobbit. Okay, I did like this one. Looking at it lovingly, she looks up at her boyfriend and throws it anyway, as hard as she can. Keely collects herself and rubs her hands down her tunic. She hates how he has this power over her to make her so angry. She paces for a moment, running her hands through her hair and tugging at it to regain her composure. A wine glass sits nearby on a side table, less than half full. Picking it up, she swirls it around inside calmly, then throws it at the wall. I hate the taste of wine. How can you 
drink that crap. She takes the wine bottle and breaks it against the side table. Wine splatters over the furniture and wooden floor. She holds the broken neck in her hand. Um, hello? Is everything okay? Go away! She says loudly as her stare pierces the bark of her boyfriend. A voice comes from outside the front door again. Um, well, I live downstairs. Quick question, are you growing something in your apartment? There are codes of conduct you have to follow, and right now these roots are coming through my ceiling. I, I just, I don't want to be a bother, but it's really quite rude. Go away! She screams and throws the bottleneck against the door. Um, okay, I'll do that. He can change, but he won't. He stands there growing his roots into the downstairs neighbor's apartment. Don't worry, though. I'll get rid of those pesky roots. Keely approaches the tree and starts pulling at the pieces that have broken through the floor. They're immovable. It makes her even more angry. She starts to claw at his bark with her nails. As she claws, she screams, and as she screams, the sound turns to growls. Keely shapeshifts into a huge, grotesque troll. She pulls up on his roots. Pieces of bark fly all over the floor. The branches and leaves twitch as if shuddering. She looks up at the tree. Claw and bite marks have removed most of the bark, and the floor is a mess. Out of breath, she takes a step back. Keely collects herself and rubs her hands down her torn tunic. She hates how he has this power over her that leaves her undone. As her anger dissipates, she begins turning back to human. A scowl grows over her face. She takes her full troll form again. Keely rips off her tunic and screams. He can change, but he won't, and neither will she. I didn't think I was too proud of it, and then I read it, and yeah. I was like, I like it. It's great. <laughs> I know it could have been better, of course, but I'm actually pretty proud. No, it was really cool. I loved the, how you took the idea of he can change and then made him a shapeshifter. Yeah. That is awesome. And then, so is she a shapeshifter too, or does she just turn into a troll? No, actually, she's just a troll. Okay. So it was kind of like a Hulk kind of thing, except right. troll. So you can be a troll, or you can like shapeshift into this thing. And I figured that it was him being of influence on her to shapeshift her into who she wanted um, the troll to be. Mm. That was the goal. Obviously, I didn't communicate that very well. But it was supposed to be like a tip of the iceberg kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay, cool, cool. I, I mean, I love, like, fantasy stuff, so I'm all about world building. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, where does, where did you, where did this come from? Like, where, where did you get this idea? Well, it came from the theme, for sure. sure. It can change. I was like, how can I do this so uniquely? <laughs> um, but then I kind of sat on it for a while, and I was like, uh... <laughs> So I procrastinated for a bit. And I just had that. Like, I only had, like, the opening and closing lines. Mm. Which are the same. He can change, but he won't. Yeah. Um, I think we've all dated a person like that at some mm-hmm. point or another. Um, and it's very flippin' frustrating. 
but also, like, it makes you feel like you're the one that needs to change. Right. So, those feelings I've had in relationships like that is where it came from. Uh-huh. But also, like, this idea, I mean, like, in Hollywood, we're having this Me Too. Well, Me Too is bigger than Hollywood, obviously. But there's a lot of predatory behavior where, you know, young girls come into town, and even young men and young people in general, and they kind of get groomed thinking that they're being mentored, and then they're taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that kind of fueled the anger and all the screaming. (laughs) But it wasn't about that specifically. I just used some of my anger about it into this. So it's like the, the frustration from personal relationships and then the anger for these people who get taken advantage of when all they really want to do is get mentored. No, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. And there's nothing about mentoring in this. No. But it's but kind of like the backstory. Yeah. from that pool of emotion. Yeah. Not that it has anything. And I have big emotions. Yes. So, trying to put them into words. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a lot easier when you have, when you can just like redirect that anger or that love. No, yeah, I think that's into a, something. It's a very productive way to <laughs> deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's plenty of unproductive ways to deal with it, so this For is sure. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally get it. And um, I love the way that you read the the neighbor. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I liked her little voice. <laughs> there was one draft where uh, she actually ended the whole thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> the alternate ending was, you know, no, he can change, but he won't, so she won't either. And then, like, you get the knock-knock again, and she's like, um, you really are both quite rude. Ah! <laughs> but I was like, eh. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I don't know, that neighbor, like, she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, this woman is obviously having a dangerous and violent emotional fight or something or breakdown with her tree boyfriend. And you're just, like, at the door, like, talking about how she's a bad neighbor. And I was like, bitch! Like, I'm going through something right now. Like, I'm sure your upstairs neighbors, after hearing me yell, go away, (laughs) are like, you go away! (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's interesting also, like, in these small apartments that we live in here and, you know, well, everywhere, but us in particular in California, it's like, there's always, like, so much drama in each room, (laughs) you know? And we all hear, like, pieces of people's lives. And so that woman who just wants to, like, be in her home that she works her ass off to afford and, like, there's these freaking tree roots growing in her freaking ceiling. Wait, so I have a question about that. Okay. Is he, has he been a tree for a while? Is that why there's roots growing no. down there? No, they were arguing okay. prior to the beginning of the story. Okay. That's what I figured when I was like, oh, maybe he's like been being a tree for a while and that's why she's finally cracking. No, it, um, in my mind, <laughs> what happened was that he was telling, like trying, like there was an argument where she's basically not enough of whatever he needs her to be, right? And so when she turns it around, because she's being more empowered, right? Yeah, she's like, as we all She's are. on the cusp of being, like, her full, true potential. <laughs> a woman undone. <laughs> a woman undone. <laughs> and um, he didn't want to, like, you know, like, in the beginning, it's like, you, he can dish it, but he can't take it, and he takes the easy right. way out. Right. And his go-to is to become a tree, because you can't, you can't talk a tree out of anything. 
they're just these stable and they forces. Don't <laughs> they just stand there. Yeah. Freaking I relate to it so hard. Yeah. Men. Men. Ugh. Relationships. Ugh. And we're both in pretty decent yeah, relationships is the funny part. <laughs> pretty happy relationships. Yeah. We're pretty happy. <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't downgrade the frustration we felt in the past. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And that's where this came from. So now it's your turn. <laughs> yes. I feel, I don't know, I'm torn between this, but all that comes to mind is pet lion. <laughs> but it's, it feels a little unfair because you love lions so much, but also it's like such a gift that you should be thankful for. Just kidding. That I love lions <laughs> so much? Well, like that I'm giving you this theme. Oh, no. But I'm not I... sure yet. Hold on. I gotta okay. think. I mean, I was very excited when you, my, my, Ears perked. Your ears perked when up. When you said lion, because I do love lions. Give me a moment. I gotta think of it. I have to think about this. Okay. Okay. You can do it. Yes! Pet, pet lion is the next theme. <laughs> um, thank you. I know that I write about lions a lot. They're great, though. That's why I want more stories about lions. That is the good we put into the world. Or you, really. (laughs) (laughs) I give you, like, permission by giving you the theme of lion, and then you just go put lions in the world. You're like, you're welcome, world. You are a little bit better. (laughs) You're better off. Well, I will take your dare and rise to the challenge. On what the challenge. (laughs) (laughs) And now for the main event next week. Sometimes it's a jammy bit of jam, and sometimes it's a failure, but we have a first draft of a story we didn't have before. What will you write next? We dare you to write your own short story based on the theme. He can change. Like this episode? Share it. Like us on social media, or write us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more like-minded writers like you. Follow us on Facebook at Jammies Bits of Jam Podcast and Twitter at Jammies Bits. Jamie's Bits of Jam is produced by Christina Kishma and Cassie Soliday. Music by Grace Sai. Until next time, keep writing and embracing the most important thing you have, your voice. <laughs>